in the kingdom of God there is but one one that we worship one that we adore we do not worship man we do not worship creation but we have been commanded to worship the one and only true God come and experience the power a revolution is rising a revolution of believers who will no longer compromise the word who will no longer compromise for the traditions of men we will stand and say for God we live we will stand and say for God we die there is no God but God come to submission come and experience the glory John's message was prepare your hearts for the kingdom of God is coming Jesus message was open your hearts for the kingdom of God is here this generation's cry is come to submission come to the away the idols put away the man-made gods put away your traditions and come with an open heart to submit to the one and only true God the darkness of falsehood has faded away in the light of truth shines bright we are moving into the greatest moment of the kingdom that we have ever seen let us brace our hearts and prepare our minds let the revolution begin okay. so john 17 and uh we'll start at verse one these words spake Jesus. So we know this is Jesus about to talk. And lift up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son that thy, that thy son also may glorify you. As thou hast given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life as to many as thou hast given him. Now please play pay very close attention to verse 3 this is the words of Jesus so remember definition of a Christian one who believes that Jesus is the Messiah and follows his nobody else's his teachings so Verse 3 is very important here to what we're getting ready to see because these are the teachings of Jesus. And if you're going to tell me you're going to follow Jesus, then me, I would expect you to follow what Jesus said. When you tell me you follow Jesus, but I see you doing the opposite of what Jesus said, it causes me to question which Jesus are you listening to? Hmm? So look at this. Verse 3. 
And this is eternal life. <laughs> that they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you since time out. How is it possible that we're reading right here in the Bible that Jesus says this is eternal life? What is eternal life according to Jesus? That they may know you, you, not me, you, the only true God. Stop. So here you have Jesus declaring the creator to be the only. Notice the word only. Not one of the ones, only. The only true God. And. So in English, when we say and, that means I'm adding on. Adding something else on to what I just said. So here we go again. If this is God in the flesh talking to us. He had a perfect opportunity to just come right out and say, and this is eternal life, that they may know me, the only true God. But no, Jesus did not say, know me. He said that they may know you, the only true God, that they might know you. Who is he talking about when he says you? So do we, do we serve a schizophrenic, bipolar God that doesn't know the difference between himself and somebody else? Or let me guess, this was um, his hidden way of revealing himself because he couldn't come right out and show his followers who he really was. Come on, people. Come on. Come on, write these notes down. Write these notes down. Go and study them. Go and meditate on this. You and I have been called to have a relationship with the creator, to submit to the creator, to worship the creator and him alone. When Jesus was in the wilderness, when the Satan came to him, and he said, if you bow down and worship me, I'll give you all this. I'll give you all of it. I'll give you all of it. Just worship me. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? Get thee behind me. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him alone shall you worship. Time out again. So here was God in the flesh in the wilderness meeting the devil. And he says to the devil, It is written that thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him alone shall you worship. But if this is God in the flesh, why is God even having a conversation with the being he created? If the being he created is becoming a nuisance, would not the almighty God, the all-powerful God, the God who is without limits or restraints, would not he just be able to just say be or go? And it, it, just, it, it would be no conversation. But no, Jesus says it is written. You shall worship the Lord thy God, and him alone shall you worship. Jump over to John 20. John 20. I hope you're understanding this today. We don't, we don't just teach just to teach, 
for entertainment purposes. This is not about let's have church. Oh, we having church. It's not about that. This is about you knowing the word so that you can grow and walk and talk and be all that your God has created, has made you to be. Not with the extra superficial nonsense. No, no, no. Some would say, you know, those, those kingdom embassy people, they're weird. They're, they're different than typical church. You're right. You're right. Not trying to do church as usual. But following the commands of God where he tells us clearly, worship me and me alone. Shall we be disputed with? Shall we be mocked? Shall we be uh, 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 just just mistreated, lied on, mistreated? How's the song go? Be lied on, cheated, talked about, mistreated. <laughs> all jokes aside, all the negativity simply because we say we made a decision in our hearts. To submit our all to God. To put nothing next to God. To love nothing as much as we love God. To worship nothing like we worship God. To adore nothing like we adore God. For that reason, you get looked at funny, strange, weird. It's the cult. <laughs> uh, all right. John 20. And um, let's start at verse 15. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She supposing him to be the gardener said unto him, Sir, if, if you have bore, if you have uh, moved him from here, tell me where you have laid him. I'll take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary, and he turned, and she turned herself and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Now I want you to pay very close attention to this next verse. Make the note, make a, 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 a written note, a physical, a, a mental note. Jesus said unto her, Touch me not. For I am not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascended to my father and your father. And to my God and your God. Read that. Look at that again. I ascend to my father, your father. He created me just like he created you. I ascend to my God, who is also your God. So here you have Jesus' words clearly telling us that the same creator that, that, that created us created him, Father. Okay, we'll get into Father later, but right now I just want you to see 
Jesus is not declaring godhood over himself. He clearly comes out and says, go tell my boys, I'm okay. I'm going to go see my God who is your God. So who is this one God who Jesus declares to be his God? Could it be possible that this is the same God that he referred to in John 17, verse 3, when he made the statement that this is eternal life, that they may know you, you the only true God, and Jesus whom you, God, sent? Could this be the same God from Mark 12, where Jesus said the greatest commandment was to worship God with your whole heart, your whole mind, and all your strength? Huh? Come on. Think about this. Do we want to go along with what the crowd is doing and saying? But yet read this Bible and see that Jesus says something completely different? Come on, somebody. Do we really want to follow this? Or do we want to follow that? Oh, for those listening by, 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 by the broadcast, I say again, my goal, our goal, Kingdom Embassy's goal is not to offend anybody, but it is to proclaim the truth. And hopefully someone listening right now will understand, hey, what I've been taught and what's been explained to me may not be 100% accurate. This is not about right or wrong. This is about coming to terms with truth. We are to worship no one but God. I'll say it again, we are to worship no one but God. Forget the crowds, forget what everybody else is doing. If you got to do this on your own, make that commitment and say today, I submit to God with no partners. I worship nothing but God, no partners. I love nothing on this level but God with no partners. Somebody would say, well, what's a partner? A partner is something or someone that you put equivalent to the creator. The partner is that person, that place, that thing that you adore, that you worship, that you, that you reverence on the same level that you would the creator. Now some right now are thinking, well, that's impossible. No, it's not. It's not. I, I see it as I travel preaching across this country, saints. We'll be in praise and worship service. And, um, you know, we'll be, you know, praising God. For instance, we'll be like, we worship you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you for who you are. You are good. You know, Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Now, anyone with logical sense or any Bible sense would know the one that says he is good and his mercy endures forever is the creator. 
Jesus never came out and said he was good and his mercy endured forever. He said it about God, but never about himself. But anyway, back to the praise and worship. So we'll be in that, in that moment. You are good all the time. All the time. You are good. Y'all know what I mean. And then all of a sudden, it is it, uh, Jesus. You are. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? I thought we were worshiping God. Wait a minute. Where did Jesus come into the equation at? So I, I use that as an illustration to show that, yes, it is very possible. We do it all the time, especially in the church world here in America, where we are putting partners next to the creator, where the one we say we follow and believe is the Messiah told us clearly not to do that, but that from our hearts we were to worship God alone. Amen. All right. Told you all wouldn't be a long teaching tonight, a long class tonight. We thank God. And I pray that you got something out of this today. And over the next few weeks as we uh, go through this series of what did Jesus really say? I pray that you get, a, get, get insight to this. Get insight. Don't, don't sit back and judge based on a Pentecostal viewpoint. Or you're, you just, just don't sit back and judge. Go get your Bible and actually read it. For those here and for those listening, get the Bible. Actually read it. Read it. Read it. Read what it says. Read what Jesus actually says about himself. Read what Jesus actually says about his relationship with God. Read. And I say again, anyone who can produce one clear scripture where Jesus says, hey, boys, I'm God in the flesh. Worship me because there's none but me. Show it to me. I'll repent in front of everybody. Hmm? I'll say, all right, I was wrong. But when you walk with your Lord, when you walk with God and you strive to get closer and closer to him, it's hard to be misled. It's hard to go off the path when it comes to Scripture. Now, as far as everyday life and choices, that's a constant battle that one must stay close to God. Stay close to God. Is it possible to live an upright, holy life? It is. It is. It takes, it, it, it takes a willingness, and it takes obedience. Hallelujah. It takes willingness. It takes obedience. You can do this if you want, or we can go along with the crowd and do what everybody else is doing and come back with some crazy stuff and then pin it off and say that this is the revelation of God. But then when you ask for scripture to back it up, there's none. So God's telling people to do stuff that we can't even find in the word. Come on. Come on, let's be real with ourselves. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. This is not about uh, 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 my way, your way, his way, her way. No, there's one way. God made that very clear to humanity. Submission. So I pray today 
that you have a heart to say, here I am, Lord. I submit. I, I, I worship none but you. I worship none but you. If today you say in your heart that I, I'm, I'm, I, I might be guilty of putting partners with God. And you ignorantly did it. Meaning you didn't know. And if today your heart is being pricked to say, I need to put some things out my life. I need to put some things away that has been taking the place in my heart that should only belong to God. Get rid of those things. Don't let those things stop you. Don't let those things distract you. Come with a full heart and watch what God will do for you. Amen. All right. We praise God. Hallelujah.